podcast? You can now find us on Patreon at The Lunapod, where you can show your support for the podcast for only $1 a month. Or for a little bit more, you can get early access and bonus episodes, contribute to our podcast segments, and receive exclusive video content as we film our reactions, reviews, and discover new K-pop groups. Head over to Patreon now to join the community. We can't wait to chat with you. One, two, three. I, I want to see, see the world. Does the world want to see me? I'm ready for the world. Does the world want to see me? Oh, whoops. He goes, boop, 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 boop. See me. <laughs> no. <laughs> Hi, welcome to the Luna Pod, where we talk all things K-pop. I'm Brooke. And I'm Raquel. And today we are going to go over two of the most current survival shows, which both happen to be in search of a global girl group, JYP's A2K and HYBEX Geffen's Dream Academy. Both shows have currently ended. A2K did end, I think, two months ago. So luckily we were taking notes during that whole thing because it's been a lot. This whole experience has. And just a quick reminder, this is our personal opinions and experience while watching these shows. It's kind of exciting though. I feel like it was our first reality show that we were fully following along with because we followed Boys Planet pretty well, but I yeah. feel like we weren't actively involved every single week it came out and we yeah, weren't we were able behind to watch a bit. the whole thing. Yeah, so... This was kind of a fun experience. It was also one of the first reality shows that we were following a girl group. It was also the first time that we've somewhat been following a girl group since pre-debut, which is kind of exciting as well. And just as a warning, that does mean that this episode does contain spoilers for both shows. So if you haven't watched yet, but do plan on it, maybe revisit this one once you're finished. And we are going to be jumping back and forth between shows since we were watching both like kind of around the same time and we felt like they were essentially competing with each other. So we'll kind of go from like Mission 1 ADK to Mission 1 Dream Academy and so on and so forth. Kind of comparing the two, but like yeah. I understand they're two fully different shows, but like that's kind of what everyone was doing at the time because they were being aired at the same time. So first let's talk about JYP's A2K. A2K stands for America to Korea. Honestly, was very, very impressed with the layout of this show. They had, at the end of their evaluations, they had to collect these gems and then had a bunch of different chances to get them. So like, honestly, it made this whole show feel very less competitive, I guess you yeah. could say. I just absolutely loved the setup of it. And there were also no set number of members that could debut by the end of this show. So all of the girls had the opportunity to debut in the end. Again, just really no competition with each other at all. And we also really got to see behind the scenes, which we never get with other groups and other survival shows. They let us see inside the building, going to their meetings, their practices. It was just very, very cool overall. And so just to quickly name all of the girls that ended up participating in A2K, we have Kendall, Gina, Melissa, Lexis, KG, Camila, Christina, Misha, Savannah, Yuna, and Kaylee. And then for Dream Academy, big difference in formatting of show with this one. So this one was by Hybe and Geffen Records. So if you're not familiar, Geffen Records is like Olivia Rodrigo and used to be like Aerosmith, Guns N' Roses, so a lot of big variety. But their mission with this show was to give young talent an opportunity to be part of a group based on the principles of K-pop. So with this one, rather than seeing their journey with training and going through like different missions, like a lot of the behind the scenes, we didn't get that a whole lot from this at all. This show was more so based on just performance videos. So we kind of had to wait a while, almost like 
three weeks it felt like at a time yeah to get a new video for the next mission Mm -hmm. so yeah we didn't get a whole lot of behind the scenes like later on they started to prep vlogs it's just a very different format Mm -hmm. than a2k they did do like initial video and teasers for the girls and introductions so there were so so many girls (laughs) lists involved so we're not gonna list all of them but just kind of like after the initial teasers, these were the girls that were standing out to us. So for me, it was Lara, Celeste, Sophia, Yunche, Manon, Brooklyn, Nayang, May, and Ilya. I had a lot of the same, but also included Samara, Hinari, and Lexi. I feel like similar to, if you watched Boys Planet, it was kind of similar to their introduction videos. You're not going off of a lot at the time, but yeah. that was just like the initial, like, okay, let me keep an eye out yeah, for this person. Keeping my interest. <laughs> So going into A2K's mission one, the mission was LA boot camp. So this is after the fact that they did their initial auditions and like made it into the show officially. Which we got to see in A2K. They had the entire audition process mm-hmm. with JYP it, going there. It literally felt like American Idol. Yeah, it was it was funny. It had us laughing and like really like rooting for people. It was really, really good. Which is different because Dream Academy started off with the audition, like they already had the ones who had passed the audition. So yeah, this is after the girls from ATK auditioned and made it. So for the LA boot camp, they had to get a dance eval, a vocal eval, and star quality eval. So we're gonna kind of just like jump through the members and go over like what they did, what our thoughts were. And so starting with Camila, for her dance eval, she chose Itzy's Icy. She seemed very nervous, but pushed threw it all completely and made it toward the end. I think she did good overall for that. Yeah, I do too. And I believe she was the first one that we saw doing any of these evaluations. Mm -hmm. And like, honestly, looking back, I think she did really, really well. Then for vocal eval, she did Whitney Houston's I Want to Dance with Someone. Honestly, we were already like more impressed with her, but this just kind of proved she's a powerhouse like vocal wise and had just such amazing potential and she ended up getting a standing ovation from contestants and jyp himself fully deserved i feel like from this first mission we were already like okay we are keeping an eye on camila because wow she is incredible and for star quality it's basically any kind of like talent yeah talent you want to showcase and so she created a rap and did it in spanish french and english and we just want to see this side of her again. She did yeah. really good. It was so impressive. Like, first of all, she wrote the rap. I mean, disregarding the fact that it's in three different languages, which is already beyond impressive. But like the fact that she wrote the rap and it was so good too. Like it was just, you were talking about star quality. She nailed it. Yeah. Next, let's talk about Kendall. For her dance evaluation, she did Neon's Pop. Honestly, it was just so fun and captivating. She definitely knew how to use her like facials and eyes to enhance that performance. And for her vocal evaluation, she did Whitney Houston's I Have Nothing. She did good, but I don't think that the song really fit her voice yet. Like she wasn't quite there, like training wise to hit some of that. But it was honestly a great way to see her potential in general. Yeah, because this is like well before they started training. Like proper training, yeah. (laughs) And for her star quality, she ended up showing off a bunch of her artwork and then talked to them and like explained all of her art while she was making a dog pendant like a necklace for JYP. It was honestly so cute. And I felt like from this point on, I felt really connected to her because I was like, wow, I relate to her. Like, this is so sweet. And I feel like we really got to see who Kendall was from this evaluation. Because up to this point, she was still the most reserved, I would say, and kind of like the mysterious one. So it was a good way for her to open up a lot more. 
And then next is Gina. So she actually went into the show as a JYP trainee. She had been there for how many years? I or was it even a year? I can't quite remember, but it was like a big deal that she was already a yeah. JYP trainee. And so for her at Val, she did Itsy's sneakers. She, it was literally perfect. But going into this, JYP was like, I'm only going to give advice to her of like what you give elite dancers because she's already been through the intense training. Like she's at a different level for that now. So she so needs he was, harder Yeah, he criticism. was harsher on yeah. her. And so he just said it didn't feel alive enough. And it was like programmed into her. Like this is exactly how you dance. You need to do it this way every single time. Which I feel like is probably very common when you're a trainee because yeah. it's like that's quite literally what it is is you're drilling in the technique and yeah. so it's like he basically just told her you have the technique down now you just need to add you to yes it. add yourself back in mm -hmm. for her vocal evaluation she did adele's hello it was very strong for her age i felt like i constantly kept forgetting how young she was yes yeah. oh me because too. the way she like held herself in like her performances Whereas with the dance eval, I feel like this one, she felt a little more loose with, which was kind of nice to see. And then for her star quality, she did a reporter skit about her life in English, French, and Korean. It was very cute. I feel like it's very much a typical like skit, like trainee yeah. skit. Again, kind of similar to like what we saw in Boys Planet, like those kind of skits exactly. in the intros. Yeah. Next we have Lexis. For her dance evaluation, she did God's Menu by Stray Kids. First of all, can we talk about how shocked and excited we were to see that she was doing God's I Menu? Know. Because she is a ballerina. She is like classic. Yeah. She's classically trained in like ballet. Very, very different from God's Menu choreo. So this whole performance, she did absolutely amazing. She was so strong, definitely knew how to control her body, but it was so nice to see that different side of her. And I feel like it truly, this was the moment that like pinpointed her as an all-rounder. Like she can do yeah. so much. And it was a really smart move for her to do that, especially this early on at this point of the show. For her vocal eval, we actually didn't get to see much of it because she ended up not receiving a stone for this mission. And for her star quality evaluation, she ended up doing ballet to Giselle Act One Postle, which JYP had previously stated was his favorite. And so first of all, that was just so endearing that she remembered what yeah, his favorite ballet dance was. Yeah, and JYP was impressed as well. He's like, I can't believe you remembered that and like did yeah. this. But she not only did just ballet, she ended up switching halfway through to a routine for Neon's pop. So again, showing that incredible duality that she brings to the team. It was so, mm -hmm. so good. And then moving on to KG, for her dance evaluation, she did JYP's Fever. And so up to this point, we knew she wasn't one of the strongest dancers, but with this, she had so much fun. And you could just really tell that she practiced hard for this and like just really gave it her all. She has such contagious energy and a contagious smile. And JYP like literally even said it was the worst among everyone, but the most impressive and had like really good drive. Yeah, cause she, I'm pretty sure she had like little to no dance background yeah, if I, don't I think remember she correctly. Any. She's definitely here because of her voice, but like the fact that she had progressed that much in such a short time, yeah. it was very cool seeing JYP's entire evaluation of them because he was like picking out things like that yeah. where he's like, I don't, I don't really care where he wasn't expecting them to be a professional right yeah. now. He's like, but I saw that progress and I see how you are working. And like, that's yeah. what he was looking at. Really admirable, to be honest. 
And then for her vocal evaluation, she did Adele's Easy On Me. I could genuinely sleep to her voice. It is oh, just yeah, so beautiful. And it was just funny to see the reactions from all the other girls in the in the crowd. I don't even know if that's a crowd. It's the, like the 10 people. Little tiny audience. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> because Christina looked like she could have sobbed. And then Gina was just mouth agape in awe. Yeah. KG has an incredible voice. And then for her star quality, she did an original song on the keyboard giving like early Halsey, like just like the way her voice was sounding, like the theme of it. And then she switched up to sneakers. And then now she's just like showing off her basketball skills out of nowhere. It was really cute. So cute. Yeah. And again, JYP, I remember was so excited because he's like, I love basketball. (laughs) (laughs) Next, let's talk about Christina. First of all, I just want to shout out really quickly that she was the only contestant from Georgia that ended up making it into the final show, which is very, very cool because JYP went to multiple cities and like got people from all over, but she was the only one that ended up fully passing the auditions from there. So very impressive. She did her dance evaluation to Itzy's sneakers. It was definitely a smart choice to show with the extensions in her dance that JYP had mentioned previously at like their regional. She's just a very happy pill. She gets very excited watching everyone else. For the vocal evaluation, she also did not end up getting a stone, so we didn't get to see much of that. And for her star quality evaluation, she did a science skit while rapping to the beat of Thunderous. And then moving on to Savannah, for her dance evaluation, she did in mixes, oh, 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 not oh, what are y'all singing? Yeah, something, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> like, we all know that song, but I'm like, how do y'all, like, say this? Yeah, when you're speaking in sentences, how do you put it? Like, <laughs> <laughs> But you know the song. It was a very smart choice, especially with her gymnastics background. Like, certain parts of the choreo were probably a lot more difficult for someone who doesn't have that kind of background. It was very impressive. And for her vocal evaluation... She also did Adele's Easy On Me, and she ended up lowering it to a safer and more comfortable key. But afterwards, JYP immediately went to the keyboard and like had her match the pitches and showed her that she could do the original key all along, which yeah. was really nice for him to do to just kind of like boost her confidence. Because obviously, like she probably felt a little bad about it, like going in, like okay, I need to like bring this down so I'm comfortable and I sound good. But she would have sounded great if she would have just done it in the original as yeah. well. Yeah, it's just like taking that risk and like. Yeah. And for her star quality, she played the flute to 2 p.m.'s I'll Be Back and then switched into a gymnastics routine for it, which was really fun too. Yeah. It was kind of similar to like Lexus's where she like switched it up midway. Yeah. And KG as well. It just like showing, again, their variety of skills, like what they came into this competition being quote known for and then something else as well. Yeah. Next, we have Kaylee. For her dance evaluation, she did Twice's What Is Love. It was very impressive for her age. She is the youngest contestant on A2K, and she is just absolutely adorable. And I feel like she is so smart. Like, I have never met- Oh yeah, she's smart. (laughs) She's intelligent. Like, I feel like every word that came out of her mouth was so professionally and like profoundly thought through, which I know it wasn't. And later in the show, you did see like more of like that breaking a little bit, but like, it was just so funny. Some of the comments and remarks she would make with JYP were just absolutely hilarious. She's adorable. Anyway, her vocal evaluation was Adele's hello. And she, I feel like definitely stands out from her voice and she has really good range, but unfortunately she got really into her head right from the first line and poor girl started crying. Again, that's, I feel like we kind of saw her like break down in this moment where she was usually very strong and confident. And so I felt so, so bad for her. But again, I feel like JYP knew this too. And he was like, listen, this is just, it messed up. I'm not gonna like punish you for this because I know like what was happening and I just need you to grow. Mm -hmm 
grow mm-hmm. from this, right? And I feel like a lot of times, like, even early on like this, she was so hard on herself. Oh, she was. But again, like, she was just so new to all of this. Like, I remember she said she learned the dance for something, like, day before she mm-hmm. performed it. And then she was able to, like, pick up on, like, sound-wise, like, for vocal stuff. And, like, she could fix it, like, on the fly. Like, She's she was incredibly so talented. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. Because, I mean... Didn't she start off in this show at age 12? And I think she turned 13 by the end of it. Yeah, she literally turned 13 during the show. Yeah, absolutely crazy. For her star quality evaluation, she ended up doing a taekwondo and dance mixture. It was very cute, very, very cool. And then she ended up having a little segment at the end where she ate sour warheads and like didn't pull a face at all. And she ended up like, the girls all chanted for JYP to try one too. Mm -hmm. And they're like, you have to see how sour this is. Like, and that she didn't pull a face. Like, that's impressive. (laughs) It was super, super cute. Then Yuna, for her dance evaluation, she did Miss A's Goodbye Baby. Really showed great potential for this and showed that she grew so much from regionals. Her entire audition journey was crazy, where she almost wasn't able to come. Like, it was a whole confusion with, like, the ages and, like, the years that you could be. And so she ended up coming to this audition very last second. And it was kind of like an underdog of sorts, like, in the show. That was kind of the role that was aligned with her. And for her vocal evaluation, she's another one we didn't see much from, just because she ended up not receiving a stone as well. And then for her star quality, she showed off her outfits. She really loves recreating outfits from like idol stages and music videos. So she would have like, she had a little runway and had a video going of like a comeback stage or something like that. And then while that was playing, it would pause. And then she'd come out like in a recreated version of it. It was like really cute. Like the runway. It was showing yeah. her confidence a lot. And like, I think some of the clothes she made from scratch and then some yeah. of them she like redesigned. Yeah. It was very, very cool. It's like all the girls were like really impressed by that and JYP so like was like, so you're in charge of the clothing, right? Yeah. She's like, <laughs> it's yeah. like you're gonna dress everyone. <laughs> Next let's talk about Melissa. For her dance evaluation, she did Wonder Girls I Like This. She's honestly not the strongest dancer. It was a little bit sloppy and JYP said that he really liked her energy, but there was just no precision in the dance. For her vocal evaluation, she ended up doing Keisha Cole's Love. And wow, definitely some super strong passion behind the performance. JYP was absolutely shaken in his chair. It was very, very good. Again, I feel like Melissa was another one that like her vocal talent really stood out. Mm -hmm. And for her star quality evaluation, she ended up singing the original song that she wrote when she was 13 about the relationship that she had with her dad. It was very emotional and really gave her the closure that she needed at the time. I remember we were like tearing up. It was was, really beautiful. It was so, so good. And I think one of the lyrics she had was like, you chose to leave a secret a secret. It's time for me to move on and be strong without you. Cue tears. It was so, so good. And I definitely loved seeing this very strong and emotional side of her. And it definitely made JYP think of his girls as well. And I remember him commenting on that. And it was just a very powerful performance. Melissa is a contestant who has performed before. She's like done a lot of solo work on stages and like she's been in this industry. Not as like, not to the point of like K-pop or like a really Mm -hmm. big star, but she does have experience singing live on a stage. And the last girl we have is Misha. For her dance evaluation, she did Itzy's Icy. And the notes that were given, she just really wasn't connecting with JYP and just didn't feel, it didn't feel free enough to not be constrained. Like, she came from a, yeah, she came from a musical theater background, I 
if I remember correctly. And I think JYP had commented on that of he's like, that's not what I'm looking for. He's like, there's great qualities you can pull from that. And then again, like some other girls, we did not see her vocal evaluation since she did not receive a stone. And then for her star quality, girl, if you're listening, I'm so, so, so sorry. I can't remember what it was. And I literally couldn't find it when I looked back. But also, like, I was skimming through the show to find stuff again. We'll talk more about this in a little bit to kind of explain this, like, kind of the weirdness of not even being able to find the star quality performance. But stay tuned. And so overall, for vocal ranking, the order was Christina, Kendall, and Lexus, which shout out to Christina because in between the time of like auditions and LA boot camp, she literally went to Korea and took workshops, which is insane. Like the dedication. Yeah, it's amazing to fly wow. all the way there. Like I'm, that's a ton of money. That's a ton of time. That's a yeah. ton of work. Like you only have so long in between these. Yeah. So yeah, huge congratulations, Christina. And then for dance ranking, it was Camila, Melissa, and KG. And then for star quality ranking, it was Melissa. Kindle and Savannah. And so at this point, our favorites and like the people we were kind of really looking out for, for me, was Lexus and Camila and KG and Kindle were really starting to grow on me. I immediately loved Lexus. I think she is an absolute star, even from this first mission. I really, really enjoyed Kaylee and the energy that she brought to this group. I really enjoyed Kendall because I felt like I really connected with her story and loved seeing her grow. And then I also was really rooting for Yuna at this point because again, it was kind of like that underdog feeling and like I could just see her potential and I was just really excited to see more from her and I knew that she could tap into such potential. And moving on to Dream Academy's mission one. So for their mission, they had a showcase and they had two vocal teams and two dance teams. And by the end of this, after evaluations, voting, judge commentary, two girls would be eliminated. And at this point, we had 20 girls total. One of the vocal teams did Paramore Still With You, and those members were Sophia, Lara, Celeste, Samara, and Nayang. Overall, the group sounded good together, and Lara really stood out. She's a freaking star. Her voice is absolutely amazing. Which, just kind of side note, her sister is in the music industry. She's been doing some stuff as well, so it's like really cool to kind of see that, and you probably like maybe expect something of her because of that. Which she definitely delivered. She, yeah, she did. <laughs> And Nayang had a really pretty tone to her, and I love the way it mixed with Lara's because they had kind of like a harmonizing moment, like a duet. Not a duet, but you know what I mean. And Celeste had such a unique voice. Oh my goodness, yeah. we're we're (laughs) ones to really love just, not a weird voice, but you know. A unique tone. Just very Mm -hmm. unique and different, like... I mean, not that hers is similar to his, but like, I just immediately think of like Victon's Hanse, like yeah. that kind of just unique sound that whenever they open their mouth, you know it's them. Like same with like Hechen. Hechen. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. So we were really excited about her. And so I also really enjoyed her voice with Lars. So like those were kind of like the standouts for me. Like, oh, Celeste's like kind of higher tone mixed with Laura's like rich, smooth tone. Oh my gosh, it was absolutely incredible. They did really good. And just kind of a note that... During the judges' evaluation in their commentary, they were worried about the way Celeste's voice was going to mix with other people's. But that's like, that's the thing, like how we're mentioning these other idols. I feel like it really adds to the group. It brings a uniqueness that not every group has. So while they were nervous about that and like maybe hindering a final lineup, we were really excited about the potential of having like a member with a really unique voice. 
The other vocal group ended up doing a mashup of Robin and Billie Eilish's songs Dancing on My Own and Happier Than Ever. The members that did this one was Carly, Lexi, Ilya, Brooklyn, and Manon. Ilya's voice is so nice and like mature sounding and again was one of those voices that I really enjoyed hearing. And to be extremely honest here, we were really expecting to be blown away by Manon since everyone was really raving about her online, but she came off very quiet and almost a little timid. And at first we were kind of like, okay, is it just the lines that she was given? Like, why yeah. isn't she standing out? Like, it just wasn't what we were expecting yeah. from like being on Twitter and stuff. There's definitely a lot of potential in the, some of the members that were here, but the song really just did not fit their voices. And it was a terrible song choice. Just, just in general, I did not like these being a mashup. They should have no. genuinely just chose one song. I don't understand the purpose of a mashup, especially when the other group didn't have one. Yeah. Because just naturally, I feel like that's like harder to do. Yeah, exactly. And like, it's, it kind of like throws off the listeners, like when we're trying to watch it, because we're like expecting something. And like, it was just, it was just a terrible song choice. And like, again, this is very nitpicky as well, but they decided to keep all of the swear words in it as well. Now, listen, I curse like a sailor. I have no yeah. problem with swearing at all. But for some reason in this specific performance with these girls doing this to try and showcase themselves, it like stood out so much. The fact that they were yeah. like singing that it almost felt like uncomfortable for them singing it. Yeah. Like it just, it was just a really bad song choice and I felt bad for them to be completely honest. I feel like from this one, the only ones that really stood out to us were Lexi and Ilya. Oh, they were amazing. Yeah. And then next for the dance groups, we had New Jeans OMG and the members for that were Emily, Azrella, Marquis, Yunche, and May. I really loved May's energy. She really shined a lot in this. And other big standouts were Emily and Yunche. They probably stood out the most to me. They just had amazing facials and it literally felt like they had been doing this for a long time that kind of showed their talent yeah, so much. They were on like another level of yeah. dancing and performance. And for me personally, Emily really just felt like the star of this performance. The second and last group to do this mission one was to Blackpink's Pink Venom. The members were Daniela, Megan, Yua, Adela, and Hinari. Absolutely loved Daniela's confidence. She was really incredible in this whole performance. Yua had really good energy and very powerful when she was in the center. And then just overall, Megan and Daniela just know how to perform and would absolutely love to see them as like a duo in general because their energy was just very yeah, nice. Yeah, they had good like just charisma even with each other. So I think right from the beginning, we're like, oh my gosh, they need to make this final lineup because I just love their dynamic together, yeah. especially when performing this kind of song. Honestly, I think this one was probably my favorite dance I, group of the so two. Too. Yeah, it was really good. And for the results, the elimination process just in general felt very disconnected. So if you watch the show, like, you know, a lot of other survival shows, they'll be right there face to face and like talking with the judges. Yeah, like and, drawing it yeah. out, giving them the feedback right then and there and all this stuff. But they did the evaluations, commentary separately and then showed them that footage later while they sat in chairs. They were like literally in a room with just them. Yeah. The, none of the judges. And they were watching a screen. It was so yeah. impersonal. Like it was it very very it was interesting. very weird. And so, like, especially compared to ATK that we had watched previously, because ATK yeah. was aired slightly before, yeah. like, Dream Academy. And ATK was so personal. JYP was involved in every single aspect of that process. And like, just very much felt a connection between the artists and him. Whereas this one, we were like, where, where, where is people? everyone? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, why aren't we interacting with anybody? It was so 
interesting. Yes. And when the results were given to us, it was literally like I made a freaking slideshow and did a voiceover of the next person to go blah, blah, is blah, blah, blah. And then it like slid that person's photo in the center of the screen. It was just weird. It was just very impersonal. Like I I don't, I don't know if I really liked that process to be completely honest. And I never got used to it the entire show. Yeah. And so by the end of that, the ones who were eliminated were Adela and Hanari. And at this point, we both kind of agree our favorites were Yunche, Megan, Lara, Daniela, Emily, Celeste, you, and Ilya. So that's a lot of girls, but we got 20 girls. Yeah, there was a lot of them. Yeah. <laughs> okay, now let's move on to A2K again, but for mission two. This mission was called Showcase. And I'm pretty sure for this one, the thumbnail was Kindle in her little beret, which had me so excited because I felt like we were waiting so long to see the girls like all dressed up and actually like properly performing rather than these like little evaluations. evaluations. So this was a very exciting time. I remember we were, because again, we were watching A2K more because they were releasing more frequently yeah. and like they were ahead. We were so into this. We would sit down every week and be like, yes. A2K time. Like we were so involved in this and it was really fun, honestly. But let's start with the first performance, which was Be My Baby by Wonder Girls, including members Camila, KG, and Christina. They honestly just all improved so much and it was such a fun stage. They really like let loose and were in the moment and really didn't seem in their heads even during like the small mess ups that would happen. I feel like KG improved so, so much on her dancing once again. And she always just seemed like she was having so much fun on stage. I feel like in shows like this, there's always like one person that stands out a lot for just like looking like they're just happy to have this experience and excited about it. And she was definitely the person from this show. And at the end of the performances, they had opportunities to earn the stones again. So kind of like we briefly mentioned, they all had multiple opportunities to receive all four stones for this, like in order to go to Korea. That's what they were like working towards is to get four stones. And if you get four stones, you get to go and train in Korea. They didn't just have like a, oh, you didn't get it this time. You're never going to be able to go. He's like, you have every opportunity in the world to be given this stone. And I will give you this opportunity until the last second when we were getting on that plane. (laughs) So during this performance, Christina ended up getting her vocal stone because she improved so much and it was absolutely incredible. KG ended up getting her character stone and it was just really exciting because they all had stones now at this point and it just really seemed like the girls were able to connect. The next performance was to Itzy's Wannabe and the members performing this were Kendall, Kaylee, Savannah, and Misha. Just always impressed by how stable Kaylee is. Oh my goodness. I remember when, because they were singing live this whole time. Like they was a very raw show. And I remember her voice came on and we were like, is that recorded? Like there's no way that this is like her live vocals right now. It's absolutely incredible. This may be a bold statement, but like, honestly, I kind of compare her vocal skills to Jongo from 80s. Like in the stability and like range of it. Obviously she's still very young and like still training and stuff, but I feel like with training, she could probably, she could probably get there. And Savannah and Kendall had really good stage presence and started to become ones I was really looking forward to seeing every episode. And Misha improved so much, but still just not at the level of the others yet. Savannah and Misha received their vocal stones. That allowed Savannah to have all of her stones at this point. And the last performance we had was Feels by Twice. 
The members for this one were Melissa, Lexis, Yuna, and Gina. They, again, you just saw so much improvement in all the girls, every single mission. It was so incredible. And they definitely fixed all of their issues from practice. Like you could see, cause we were able to see like they're behind the scenes a lot. Yeah. And you could just tell like how much they had improved just through practice. Lexis's vocals definitely grew a lot. And unfortunately, I feel like Melissa didn't shine as much in this one. I feel like her dancing was still just not quite at a level that everyone else's was to the point where it kind of stood out in the group. And Yuna did absolutely amazing. She had a lot more confidence than usual. I feel like it was so interesting because she would be so shy and like her confidence really wasn't there. And then the second she stepped on stage, she was just absolutely incredible. Yeah. And I think JYP even commented on that at one point, but absolutely love her voice as well. And for the stones that were received for this mission, Gina got her last stone, which was the character stone, which means she had all to continue. And Melissa also got the character stone. And then Yuna, so excited for her, she got her vocal stone. Now for the results, this is the one where this was their last chance to get all their stones. So they all had the opportunity to go to Korea, but unfortunately Misha did not continue. And I feel like it was at this point where like, oh wait, dots are connecting. Like we kind of noticed she wasn't as focused on like throughout, I guess like the editing of the show. So I think that was maybe intentional to not have viewers get like maybe too attached to her before she left the show. Cause like, honestly, it's really noticeable. Like once yeah. we like, once we realized it, we were like, oh, she had very little screen time. Yeah. And like, obviously she had great potential. Like JYP chose her, but unfortunately we think she just maybe still needed that more time to practice, refine things. And we hope just overall, she doesn't get discouraged by it because you had JYP wanting you, yeah. you know, and I he mean, gave her of... good feedback to kind of continue this journey if it's something she still wants to pursue. Yeah, exactly. Like literally out of hundreds, hundreds of people that applied, probably she thousands. Got it. Yeah, probably, <laughs> honestly. But it was definitely interesting to see that first elimination in A2K. Now moving to Dream Academy's mission two. This was the team mission. So this is the first time they are competing in Korea. And they were given kind of like a La Seraphim challenge. And right before this, they even showed clips of La Seraphim like reacting to their like intro teasers and all this stuff. And then the girls like announcing this challenge for them. So it was really cool to see like a little interaction there. And by the end of this though, they plan to eliminate four girls. And this is kind of when we really noticed the big disconnect compared to a lot of other survival shows. And I, we, Honestly, we never even looked once to see if what we thought was true, but I think a lot of this show, like a lot of content, extra stuff came from TikTok and I get it. I understand why, but for me personally, like, I'm so sorry, but I'm not going to go to a separate app like that to try to get any kind of like information or connection with these girls because I feel like the show itself That's should, it should be, be doing that. I exactly. know they have all this extra footage, so I wish it was just given to the page because yes, people will go on TikTok and watch it, but a lot of people who are already tuning in on like the high labels plus account for the performances they have they, no idea what's going on no yeah. <laughs> because it's like good to have it like bingeable just right then and there so i don't i don't know it just it felt 
Like we had zero connection with the girls. Oh, just because we saw no behind the scenes no, stuff. Like literally, I think there was one video that they briefly did that we watched that like had a little bit of stuff. And they kept doing like little videos where they would like sit down in this chair and give like little speeches or like little Yeah, they talks. would do like little interview sessions. Yeah, but there was no behind the scenes of the training or the girls' connections with each other. Or like there just wasn't anything there for us to like really deep dive like yeah. we did with ATK where we got to see like all the behind the scenes stuff. And because unlike ADK, they already had their training period. They had been training for like a year a and year, a half yeah. at this point. And so we didn't get any of that footage. So it just like, I feel like that hindered a lot of people to connect with these girls early on. I do understand that the point of like survival shows is to obviously give people an opportunity to become an idol and like a trainee. But another reason is to get these people a big fan base before they debuted. And I'm sure they still have that. But it could have been a lot bigger by giving us the content like all right then and there. I mean, especially with it being Hybe and Geffen. Yeah. Like that, yeah. that is huge. You know that those fans want a deep connection with yeah. the artists. So like this whole show was just a very interesting reality show. Interesting layout. Interesting everything. And so to go into the performances, the first one was to La Seraphim's Fearless, and the members performing to this were Lexi, Marquis, May, Brooklyn, and Nyung. And this is when they did start doing those prep vlogs, so a little bit more behind the scenes, but not super, super in-depth. Like, I feel like we, we wanted them to be longer since we weren't getting other content. In this prep vlog, May started learning English, and it was just a big help because she can speak three languages. So I feel like it was like a good addition to the group and like helping everyone communicate since everyone is from all over the world. Yeah, it's a global group, so yeah. And then Brooklyn really seemed to kind of be taking that leadership role. And during this, we did see Lexi kind of feeling down, but really pushed through and we saw that she was kind of like a perfectionist. So I really liked seeing that drive from her. And during the performance, Lexi had really, really strong vocals. And this was when I really was like, wow, Lexi's like really standing out to me all of a sudden. Yeah, same. And Brooklyn's vocals definitely improved from the last performance. Yeah, the like mashup with the two songs. Definitely got to see it more. And then we had group two that was also performing Fearless, including members Daniela, Manon, Yua, Ezrella, and Celeste. For their prep vlog, we ended up seeing Ezrella taking charge and helping with a lot of the roles. And she was just constantly talking to Yua in Japanese to include her, which was really sweet. And it was interesting in this prep vlog because we noticed that like the setup, again, with these behind the scenes things, we really didn't know what was going on. But for some reason, the members weren't always at practice together. And there was like a couple members that were really just like missing practice a lot. And like from what we were told anyway, again, yeah. we're given such minimal information of what all was happening. But it was just interesting of like their training for this wasn't really like set. It's not like they were living it almost felt like they weren't living together and weren't practicing every day like for this. Like they were still doing their separate lives and then would come in on like the weekends and yeah. like practice. Again, that's probably not what was going on, but we weren't told anything. So I have no idea. Yeah. That's just what it felt like. And for this performance, Daniela's voice just fits her so well. It was so good. And I really, really think that Yua would be the perfect dynamic in the group overall and just very, very needed. I really, really liked her from this point. I liked her from the beginning too, but like, I just, she was just very positive. Next performance was to La Seraphim's Anti-Fragile and the members performing this were Emily, Yunche, Lara, and Sophia. This is a stacked group. I was immediately so, so, so excited about this performance when I saw who was a part of it. Yeah. And they looked incredible. Yes. They sounded incredible. It, we'll get to that in a second. But yeah, it was amazing. 
And during this prep vlog, all the members contributed very well and seemed to get along and just respected each other's talents and were just a good mesh of girls where they were just bouncing off of each other. And it already felt like a, not necessarily like a debut group, but like a good... Like potential yeah, for yeah, a group. Yeah, yeah. Emily definitely took the role as dance leader. And then Sophia got a lot of praise from Yunche, which again was just really sweet because they were just constantly like complimenting each other and like wanting to learn from each other and like respecting each other's talents. And for this performance, I absolutely loved the chemistry. And again, they just felt amazing as a group. Emily, I'm so sorry, is just like an unstoppable dancer. She has just time and time again impressed me. I mean, this, I'll say this, on record right now, I think she was the best dancer of all of Dance Academy. Oh, she definitely was the best dancer on the show. And last but not least, we had the second group doing Anti-Fragile by La Seraphim, including members Ilya, Carly, Samara, and Megan. For their prep vlog, I think it was very interesting and like an exciting blend of people and personalities. They were fangirling over La Seraphim when they came to help them and like give them tips and stuff. And it was very, very cute. Megan was definitely the leader for the dance during this. And then Carly feels so relatable and like possibly a mood lifter. It took me a second to like really warm up to her. Cause again, I just felt like we weren't getting very much content about who they were, but I felt like we could see her personality a lot here. And I think it yeah. was this prep vlog that we were like, oh wait, I'm really excited for her. Mm -hmm. For the performance, Samara's vocals were very good. And again, this just kind of felt like the video where we're like, oh no, we're getting attached. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I feel like at this point too, we were both very much here for Megan, mm -hmm. really, really starting to enjoy seeing more from her. And for the results for this round, again, just a very disconnected elimination process. I'm not going to say that again because it was every time. And those who were eliminated were Ilya, Carly, Brooklyn, and May. I honestly was like a... Okay, I don't know how to explain this really because I was upset by some of the girls that went home, but at the same time, I felt so disconnected from them yeah. that I wasn't really like heartbroken over it. Yeah, because at this point, we're like just warming up to some of the girls. Exactly. So it might be like a little upsetting, but it wasn't, it wasn't, it didn't feel like devastating. It wasn't like the trauma from Boys Planet devastating. Mm -hmm. And also just a very big side note, around this time, they had like an El Korea photo shoot and all the photos were absolutely stunning. Like every single girl was in it. And I was very happy to have like a duo photo with Emily and Megan since they were like my top two at this point. Like I was freaking out a little bit. And so for the rest of my favorites, I had those two and then Yunche, Yua, Lara, and Lexi. I felt the exact same way. I think we were definitely really enjoying the same people, but I also was really wanting to see more from Celeste because I was still really rooting for yeah. her and wanted to, I wanted to just see more from her. Like that's really mm -hmm. all I wanted. And then I also wanted to see more from Marquis because I felt like she had a very big following, but I just needed to see more from her. <laughs> We're going to take a small break and remind you that if you're enjoying this episode so far, make sure to follow the podcast and turn on notifications to make sure you never miss an upload in the future. And if you'd like to show some love, feel free to give us a rating as well. We'd really appreciate it. Moving on to Ada K's Mission 3. Just a note before we get into this, Melissa did withdraw from the competition. She was very talented. But I will say, I think maybe this is to her benefit because I really felt like she was a strong soloist. That is like, just like the energy, the, the persona. Yeah. yeah, like she really felt like someone who would just shine a lot more as a standalone soloist rather than in a like 
global girl group like this. So we haven't really looked her up since this show and like seen where she is for her journey with the music industry, but I'm really hoping like she leans more towards that. And then for this mission, we are at the Korean boot camp now. Woo, we made it. <laughs> so very interesting though. There was six months between the LA and Korea boot camp. And moving forward, we have one month between each mission. So they have a month to prepare for like all these missions Instead now. of like a week, I believe yeah. it was. Yeah, a lot more training time. And this was something we were really looking forward to because they we knew they were going to show us a lot of behind the scenes with like the building and how training happens and all this. And they actually ended up preparing individual stages to perform once they got there to see their growth between six months. Like their individual growth. Yes. Yeah. And the first thing we got during this episode was a building tour. I literally was so excited for I, this. I feel like I was just as excited as they were. Like, yeah. I, like I was acting like I was there. For real. I'm like, I felt like we were right there with them, like exploring this whole thing together. And so they went into the dance studio, which is, again, I was just so jealous because it's the dance studio that we always see on YouTube whenever our idols are doing these dance practices. And we got to see so, them going through the oh, halls so and opening crazy. the door. Like, it was so, so cool. Like, I can't even imagine what that feeling is like to just walk into the JYP dance studio. Like, that is insane. And they also went into the recording studio that the artists use. It was literally just the coolest behind the scenes. I feel like we have never seen this before. Like, genuinely, yeah. I from another company, I've never seen, like, a company really take us that much behind the scenes. Yeah. And then they had this room. I think they called it, like, the Coliseum. Yeah, that sounds right, if I remember. And that's kind of, like, where they got, like... I guess initial, like, um, what is that called? We Like initiation. Ori orientation. Orientation, yeah. And so that's where they learned the three characteristics of JYP artists. Which, first of all, we were like, what? <laughs> like, that's so cool. But, like, this is interesting that they have, like, a set list of things. Yeah. The first one was honesty. JYP explained to them, be yourself both on and off camera and stage. Some may say you have to be careful on camera, but JYP just told them you should be a person that doesn't have to be careful when on a camera. The next one was diligence. It's not a sprint, it's a marathon, and you have to develop a lifestyle to continue and just push through everything. It's not like quick little changes. It is like an overall lifestyle change that you are now making to reach your final goal. Which, talking about a lifestyle change, something that absolutely blew our minds from this whole behind the scenes of a trainee life was we found out that they take classes. Now, you're saying, yeah, of course they take dance and vocal and like all of these classes. They took like personality classes and like etiquette classes. And I think you referred to it with the word that I didn't know at first, but it's <laughs> called uh, cotillion. Yes. So it felt, it honestly felt like, like a version of cotillion in my mind where you just like taught all of these like very proper, I don't know, like attributes that you should be like following. Like you'll learn like ballroom dance, like how to hold yourself. Like that's basically the whole thing is like holding yourself properly. And you'll learn like with the tablescape, like where the plate goes, where the fork and knife, like all the orders of like what you use first and like where things are placed, like just all about like mannerisms. And yeah, like, like how to proper, sit, when yeah. to look at people, how when to speak, like just crazy stuff yeah. like that. So I guess this is kind of like maybe even where they get a form of like media training as well. Yeah, Because people talk about that a lot. It's just very interesting. Like I never thought about the fact that they would be taking those kind of classes, you know, like I always just thought like, yeah, dance, singing, mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. But I don't know. It was just very, very cool. Now, the third characteristic of a JYP artist that JYP talked to them about was humility. He basically told them that if you care about your success more than the team's success, you are not going to be fit for the company. He wants them to really just 
help push their team and really only compete with yourself and better yourself. And honestly, that was a theme throughout this entire show. He not once was putting them against each other to compete. Yeah. So honestly, I think that says a lot about JYP as a company, JYP as a person. And I just think it's really admirable, to be honest. Also, really quickly, before we get into these performances that they started showing, the girls were so excited to be in Korea, and I was so excited for them. And one thing that we were just dying laughing over was them trying new foods when they were in Korea. And Christina was so hilarious. She was loving every single piece of food that she put <laughs> into her mouth, and she would make a whole big scene out of it every single time. And it was just so fun. And I'm like, you guys are making me want to go to Korea and eat everything right now. Jumping into those individual performances we briefly talked about earlier. So we had Camila who did Ariana Grande's One Last Time. Just so talented, going to be a star. She did exactly what we expected her to do. KG did a song by Leanne Rhymes called Blue. It showcased her voice very, very well, but she actually was behind the beat a little bit. And we noticed that like the media at this point, like the fans who are watching A2K were kind of hating on KG for not dancing, but there was no rule stating that she needed to. And honestly, JYP would have said something if it was a problem. Yeah, he would have made a note of that like during the evaluation and he didn't. And then the next performance was Christina who did JYP's Swing Baby. It was a really fun stage and she definitely didn't run from any of the high notes in the song. And I just feel like she's someone who like just always goes for it. Like she might be a little timid and scared like whenever practicing, but once she's there, like she just really goes for it. I mean, she performed JYP's song in front yeah. of him. Like that's that right there kind of proves that in general too. And then we have Kendall who did Sunmi's 24 Hours. It was absolutely incredible. We were freaking out over this performance because she was able to convey so much emotion and totally just fought for her in this moment. And JYP was is equally impressed. I feel like this was the moment where I was like, she needs to be there by yeah. the end of this. And again, the media coming through as the media does. Honestly, I'm glad we kind of stayed away from the media for all of the reality shows that yeah. we're following because I feel like it can really hinder your experience and like thoughts on the show. But she ended up getting hate for it being quote inappropriate for her age, talking about like the meaning of the song and like the dance moves. She's the one who chose the song. If it was an issue, they would have made her change it. But to be completely honest, I can see what people are trying to say, but performing is an art form and taking away this song from her and like letting her perform this would just be taking away her expressing herself. And JYP was just honestly so excited to see her, like a different side of her because she was so mysterious up to this point. And this just showed that maturity, the duality and talent to convey emotions and really get to a point where you wouldn't think she would just based on her like everyday personality. He said it was an amazing acting performance and he didn't even think of Sunmi the entire time. Like she just fully dove herself into this story. And that's just such a high praise. Yeah, that's huge. Honestly, I remember we were just absolutely dumbstruck. JYP was dumbstruck and it was incredible. And honestly, bold statement, but throughout the entire show, this is literally my favorite performance from the entire show. Agreed, it's the one I remember the most. And then Kaylee performed Dion's Pop. She maintained really stable vocals as always. Very cute performance for her. And she always seems very passionate to show off her skills. And she does a great job doing so. But it was always kind of the note of like she needs to have more fun. She's so focused on like the 
perfectionism, but really just needs to like let herself free within performing because though it is a good performance, it would be even better if like you could just see how much fun she was having and not that worry like in the back of her mind. Which I feel like I remember her knowing this yeah. and like actively saying she was working on it. And then we had Yuna doing Bad Girl, Good Girl from Miss A. She felt very nervous before starting, but once again, like Yuna usually does, seemed very confident once she actually started the performance, but she ended up missing the beat for the rap and it completely unraveled. She was going to do an original rap during this song and we were so excited because like we saw some of her practicing. She was excited, we were excited. We're like, wow, you're really going to be able to like show this off. And unfortunately she just like missed the beat and it just from that point on, she just got so in her own mind and was not able to like really strongly finish that performance. I just, my heart hurt for her really, really badly. And next is Gina, who performed Wonder Girls Two Different Tears. This was honestly such a unique choice. Like I wouldn't have expected this from her, but she has just really nice confidence and does really well, but there's just not that emotional connection there. And I felt like JYP was like reiterating that, like how we had last time, like we kind of talked about this, like working on that connection and freeing yourself. And he even made the point that it felt like more of a monthly eval than like- A six month eval. Yeah, the fact that they had six months. Then we had Lexus who was also performing Wonder Girls, but to the song Like This, she did really well and seemed very comfortable with singing in general. And JYP said it was the best performance so far. And last up we had Savannah performing Stray Kids Thunderous. I was so So excited, (laughs) so impressed by her and totally fell for her here. I think like it was weird because the first run through, I felt like there was a little disconnect with her. But then as I was rewatching, I'm like, oh, I did think like if I would have paid attention more, I would have liked her from the very beginning. But like, I just like wasn't, I was not there mentally. But this is like where she swept me off my feet and she grew so much, not only in performance, but as herself as a person. And her vocals were just as stable as they could be with this wild choreo. Like, I don't know how she pulled that off. It's a lot of work. You can tell how much she like practiced for that. And for the results of this mission, no one was eliminated. Fantastic. Again, that's not really how ATK was set up, but the top four, because we did start having like a ranking of the top. And I believe the only rule that JYP put is that if you're number nine, like the very, very last one, yeah. two times in a row, then you won't be able to continue. Yeah. Honestly, it kind of felt like a good scapegoat for them if they really were like, oh, this is not gonna work with this person. Mm-hmm. But mostly they focused on ranking the tops from each one. So the top four for this one were Camila, Kendall, KG, and Kaylee. And from this, they were actually given the opportunity to record the song for the show, which you hear a little bit at the beginning and then at the end. And I remember we were like, we were ecstatic. We were like, they are the ones singing yeah, that? Like, like we oh never, my gosh. We never even like thought that was an option, really. We were just like, oh, it's like random people singing. Yeah, but no, we got to see the whole process of them oh, not yeah, only winning, really cool. but going and learning the parts and recording it. And then when we were listening to it at the end of that episode, it made it so much more special to be like, that's them singing. And again, kind of just a little sidebar, but I want to talk about this. Kaylee originally was not a part of this. They only did the top three. Mm-hmm. And then as they were going through it, JYP was like, hold up, we need another person here. Yeah. And he's like, who was number four? And they were like, Kaylee. And he was like, yes, <laughs> bring her in. And again, the second she started singing in a professional mic, her voice is just insanely talented. And also just the most random note during this boot camp, they ran into twice and mix itsy stray kids. And I just hate my life. I'm so jealous. They're living the dream. Academy, but <laughs> but <they're> not. not. <laughs> <laughs> Jumping into Dream Academy's mission three. This mission is for artistry, and they're performing songs from iconic girl artists. 
And by the end of this, they will be eliminating three girls. And just a note before we get into this, Lexi did leave the show at this point just for personal reasons. And I'm really upset at this because I was really starting to like her. Yeah, me too. So the first performance is Confident by Demi Lovato. And the members for this are Lara, Megan, Yunche, and Marquis. And during this prep vlog, they just decided to have like the cutest little name for themselves. And they gave themselves like the name Rice Team because <laughs> they're all like Asian. And so like Lara was Basmati, Yunche was Bibimbap, Marquise is Sticky Rice, and Meg is Fried Rice. That's really so cute. So it was really cute. Like they were just like yeah. talking in like the dance room, like laughing over this. Like it was a really adorable moment. And honestly, it's a really good combination of girls and they all work very, very well together. And for the performance, this is the first time I felt like I was seeing Marquis. And I don't know, I just feel like that was unfortunate because this late in the show, like I just wanted to see more from her earlier on because I feel like I was so hooked to other girls at this point. But overall, everyone did a great job. The next performance was Buttons by the Pussycat Dolls. The members for this one were Nayong, Daniela, Sophia, Celeste, and Manon. For their prep vlog, they ended up doing a different concept than they were used to, but the other girls helped them out. In the performance, Nayong absolutely killed this one. I feel like she definitely stole the show. And again, I feel like we were just a little bit let down by Manon's performance. We just really weren't seeing great facial expressions or like her personality shining through, whereas a lot of the other girls were really starting to show their individuality. The last performance was To Wanna Be by the Spice Girls, and the members were Emily, Yua, Ezrella, and Samara. And also during this prep vlog, they just had like a really cute name for each other. So it's like the Spice Girls, so they were the Sugar Girls. Oh, that's cute. So yeah. and they chose like different like foods from their country. So Ezrella was a Tim Tam, Yua was bleeps, Samara was Brigadero, and Emily was Sour Patch. It's that's so adorable. Cute. Yeah, these are really cute group ideas. And I like that they showed how they were struggling so much, but like really just working through it all together. And the choreographer Grant actually like took time to help them with like little breathing exercises and just like going, like having them like go through everything that was like worrying them and just kind of like putting like energy out kind of thing. It was just really nice to see that behind the scenes. And overall, it was a really cute, just bubbly group. The interactions like during the prep vlog were really adorable and just a good hype group, I would say. And I could feel their bond through the screen, which made me realize something later for the finale, but I will talk about that when we get to the finale. And overall for the performance, again, Emily is just, in my opinion, so ahead of some of these other girls. Like, no, so talented, yeah. Like, nothing against these other girls, but just for me personally, like, Emily just stood out so, so, so much. And I felt like this concept fit Ezrella really well, so she was able to shine a lot. And the results of this mission were honestly incredibly upsetting for us because there were, I'd say, like, definitely girls that we were wanting to see in the finale and then some that we were like, they have the potential, but I don't know if I necessarily see them in the final. And the girls who were eliminated were Yua, Nayong, and Celeste, which made us so unbelievably upset. Yua was so consistent this entire show. She brought such an amazing energy to everything. And like, it was just so, was so confused. Like, what was the reason why she was eliminated? Again, they're all so talented, but like in comparison to some, I was just very confused. And similar with Nayoung, she absolutely killed this mission and was always in the top four. So like, what what happened? Like, where did this come from? And I feel like she was, wasn't she one of the fan favorites? Yeah. Yeah. She was like always in the top. 
It was just crazy. And then Celeste did just as good as plenty of the other girls. So again, what was the reason? And if it's because of the voice thing, I know we already talked about this, but that makes me upset. And so leaving this mission, my favorites were Emily, Megan, Yunche, and Lara. I felt similarly. Honestly, at this point, I didn't know who exactly I was like fully rooting for, but I knew who I enjoyed seeing. And I feel like this also like made us very worried for the finale. Yeah. And we're like, crap, because like some of those were people who wanted in this final lineup potentially. So we're like, mm. Now that they're gone, I'm like, well, what now, you know? <laughs> <laughs> then going into Ada K's mission four, this mission is for team evaluations and basically the same excitement going into this mission, but more so since they have been training at JYP all this time and just really focusing on working with the coaches. So we're like really looking forward to a lot of improvement. And so the first team was quote unquote team Martini. That's so adorable. <laughs> and they performed twice as alcohol free. So that's like where the whole like Martini, Martini, Martini very cute. <laughs> so this was Kendall, Lexus, and Yuna. Kendall, completely perfect, great facials. She's just so good at conveying those emotions. Lexus, it was interesting because the dancing wasn't as good as usual. I feel like maybe it was just because it was not a style she was used to and just having to move her body in a different way than, again, she's used to. And vocals like needed a little bit of work with this one. I think she was maybe just a little bit nervous going into this performance. And Yuna sang better, but the dancing was off. She was always kind of like offbeat a little bit. So that was like a big note that JYP gave her. Next, we had team, quote, back dogs doing Stray Kids backdoor. This group included Camila, Gina, and Christina. Camila, again, we'll say this a million times, she is just an absolute star. She has so much potential. And like, honestly, I feel like from episodes ago, we were like, she's making it all the way through. Like we yeah. just knew. And Gina really seemed to open up and have fun. We were laughing so hard because she did like a dog howl during this oh, it, one. And it was like very spot on. Yeah, it wasn't it was good. like it was silly, but it wasn't silly. Like it was very, it was very good. And Christina again did so, so incredible. Absolutely love her dynamic. And I feel like they just overall did really, really well as a trio. And the next group was Team Spectrum, and they did in-mixes Do It Like This. And the team consisted of KG, Kaylee, and Savannah. KG really improved in her dance and dedicated so much time to practicing. We saw that with the behind the scenes. Kaylee, just pure perfection at 13 years old. Still Happy cannot, birthday, girl, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Still cannot wrap my brain around that. And then Savannah was just so much fun to watch during this, and I'm just so proud of her growth. I feel like she's definitely like an eye magnet. Yeah. And now we have finally made it to our final missions. Let's start with Dream Academy. This mission was called The Final Stage. There were three performances, one as a group of all 10 of them, and then two was split up into groups of five, and they would be eliminating four girls, which means they already had the group number picked out for this show. And just a quick note, there was no prep vlogs, which felt strange again, since it was for the finale. Yeah, I was kind of hoping for prep vlogs for this one, just cause we had gotten them for all the other ones up to this point. So I don't know, like it would have been exciting to see like their reactions of it being the finale and all that stuff. Yeah. Which like, I know it was interesting in general because it was a live show that they did yes. live voting for, question mark. The first group did Girls Don't Like, and these were original songs, I believe, that they made for yes. them to perform. The members included Yunche, Daniela, Emily, Megan, and Marquis. Megan killed it from the beginning. Her attitude and vocals have stood out this entire show. She is just absolutely amazing. Yunche always connecting with that camera. And 
yes for center Emily. We were so happy for her. She had so many moments where she was like the focal point, like the center, and it just made me so happy. The next performance was for Dirty Water. And the members performing this were Sophia, Lara, Ezrella, Samara, and Manon. Honestly, whenever they first came on stage, I like I was not living for these outfits. Well, compared was, to the other group, yes. too, it was just very interesting. It was weird because like after the fact, when they were just standing on stage and it wasn't like the performance portion, like it looked a lot better somehow. Like I don't I don't know. It was just like it was very weird. I wasn't crazy about the outfits, but that doesn't have anything to do with their performance. For their performance, Lara again, such a star. And I loved how much personality Ezrella gave. At this point, she was a member that I was just really drawn to personality-wise. And then we had the big performance, including all of the trainees. They performed the song All the Same, which is the title. (laughs) I just realized that might be a little confusing. But everyone did really, really good. And they really just had a chance to shine. Some members more than others. But overall, just a very good performance with all of them. It was really cool seeing all of them for the first time on the same stage. Also, can we quickly talk about, we watched the live show. Their stage was amazing. They had like a dome screen behind them. Yeah, like the whole, like the floor and the The walls walls were all like a screen. So whenever they're just standing there, it was like plain white or black, whatever. It looked like a music video. Yeah, and then whenever they like started performing, the whole thing changed into a complete scene. It was amazing. So cool. And you like couldn't see where the wall met the floor. Like it was just really, really cool. Anyway, what we've all been waiting for, let's get to the final members from Dream Academy. So whenever they announced these, they said it wasn't in any specific order, but after they went through it, it honestly felt like an order. Like kind of when did, I look yeah. at them compared to like how everything was lining up like the whole time, like throughout the show, it honestly did feel like it was quite literally in like a first, second, third place order. Yeah, to be it kind of honest. did. Well, and also the, again, just kind of talking about the setup of this live finale, we made a joke because we were seeing them with the way they put them up on the screen. It looked like the Hunger Games. Oh my gosh, where, yes. Like, it was little moving pictures of like the, like from their waist up, I guess. Yeah, of, like, it was moving almost on like these a big billboard. Platforms. It was amazing. Yeah, it was really cool, but it was definitely giving like Hunger Games vibes, yeah. which we were like, whoa. <laughs> so the first member to be announced was Sophia This was honestly so expected. She was basically like the leading girl the entire time and felt like there was no way she wasn't getting in. Kind of like the Camila of Dream Academy where like we just kind of felt like she was a shoe in for the end. And if we're relating it to like Boys Planet, Hanbin, like that kind of Yep, exactly. The second announced member was Laura. So, so deserved honestly feels like someone that the group absolutely needs and the way she just holds herself the confidence the attitude all of it it just makes for an absolute star and so she definitely deserved a place in this final lineup and i'm very happy about it the third member announced was yun che she constantly proved she was at the top and could adapt to absolutely any of the concepts and performances given to her so i was really this was one that made me happy and the fourth member announced was megan literally just my girl I love her so freaking much and I needed her in this lineup since the very beginning. Her stage presence has always been amazing and I love the duality of her just like behind the scenes and prep vlogs versus on stage. Like I'm just so excited to see more of that. And the fifth announced member was Daniela. Again, very happy with this. Just a necessary powerhouse. The duo of her and Megan will be absolutely unstoppable. And it just brings such a nice dancing background with her. So very excited to see what she does in this group as well. And the sixth and last member to be announced for the final group lineup was Manon. We 
kind of looked at each other and we saw the other girls absolutely sobbing, by the way. This was a live show and it was very like emotional, like it was, but it was interesting. Like all the girls were sobbing and we were just like looking at the talent that was standing up on that stage. And there were some contestants that we felt so strongly deserved to be in that final lineup. And to be very, very, very honest, that sixth spot should have gone to Emily. And I think I'm we both feel this way. That is something like I, I would take to my grave. Like I so seriously believe that that spot should have been for Emily. She, again, we already said this, was the number one dancer on that show. She turned it out every single performance. Her energy was amazing during these prep vlogs. Like literally just would have been an amazing, amazing asset to this group. And it's just, it was just very, very upsetting because she also just had good leadership qualities as well. And just always like kind of like the center of performances. So I don't know. That was just like a big loss on my end, I would say. I mean, I feel the same way. I was very upset that she didn't make it either. And I would say like if we're again, relating this back to like boys planet she's the hui of this that show. kind of upset of not making it agreed like yep. i just i really hope she has something else like lined up soon or just like literally anything because she deserves this so 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 much the other girls that ended up getting eliminated in this final lineup was Marquis, Ezrella, and Samara. Honestly, I feel like the biggest downfall of some of this is that these other contestants really didn't start standing out enough to us sooner. Like it took too long into the show for us to really start like paying full attention to them. But they definitely like grew and showed themselves opened up more later. But unfortunately, like our attention was just already on a lot of the other girls since this was such a like diverse competition. And this is where I want to make that point that I was saying during the like Spice Girls team. Little note that none of those members made this final lineup. And I don't agree with that, obviously. But I think there's like a slight reason for that because as I said, like their energy within that team was very like hype girl, like super can be like cute, bubbly, and just like, I don't know, like the, the kind of like the best energy as a group. But I think maybe some reasoning was that that is not the quote unquote vibe they wanted for this final lineup. That makes a lot of sense. And that's yeah. annoying and upsetting. Yeah, it is. But, but that makes perfect sense. Yeah, because Emily can do that. She can be that, like we've seen that. Mm-hmm. Yet I feel like even like, it's just so stupidly comes down to the look to where when you like look at this lineup of these final members, just automatically get that like fierceness Whereas like Emily, you get such like a warm bubbly feel from her when you look at her upon like first reaction. So I just, that's something that's really annoying and upsetting to me. That's interesting. Like now thinking back when we were watching that live, I remember the six final contestants. I was like, wow, they're all very tall and have very fierce looks to them. So yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And now we'll get into the group name, which kind of like furthers this like idea of conspiracy. Conspiracy. (laughs) Further is the group name. They wanted something very fierce, unique that just like gets you right in your face. And it's the group name is Cat's Eye. With a K. Yes, with a K. Very cool. I really like it. I do like it a lot. But again, like that, I feel like fits them a lot, like the way they look. And I just like, I don't know. 
that's gonna like irk me for forever so emily i love you (laughs) we love you (laughs) and like i overall i'm very excited to see how this final group will develop and continue on and i'm excited to see their progress and hopefully we get to know the members more individually as well and like genuinely all 20 of the girls that participated in dream academy were absolutely incredible again they were chosen out of thousands of contestants and they did so so well and they all definitely deserve to be there and i'm glad that they regardless got their name out there and hopefully will be picked up by other people and then on to ADK's final mission, the final stage. They had an individual song and group songs for both teams. And they were looking at overall improvement, but most important is their character. And a huge factor into this lineup was feedback from members, staff, and trainers. They always had like these side interviews with the girls and other staff to like kind of keep up with how they were like, I guess like their behavior and everything. Yeah, during training and how they interacted with each other. Yeah, and and they even had like little books like during their classes and training. They collected little like grape stickers. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, like where they like collected stickers for like how well they did and all that kind of thing. So the first team to perform was Team Topic. The members were Gina, Lexis, Camila, and Savannah. Their individual performance was to Know Me Like That. Which again, similar to Dream Academy, these were songs that were made for them yes. to perform. And they had just a really cute moment when they realized Sonmi was going to be there to help them and coach them during their practices for this. Camila showed off her rap skills again. So amazing. I almost forgot like about that. And then I, know, I was right? like, oh yeah, she's quite literally an all-rounder. And each girl got like some, I guess, more tougher criticism during this since it was the final stage. And hers was that some of her movements were a little unstable. And then Gina, I absolutely loved her confidence. This is something that I really liked about her from the beginning. But her criticism was a lot of excessive power, making it a little stiff overall. And then I feel like Lexus really shined a lot more than she even had before. And she didn't get too much criticism. They honestly just said that like she was a star, but they were like previously worried about it, I guess like during the whole like practicing portion of it, but she like powered through that. And then Savannah, she has just such a good attitude when performing. Like it just shines so much. And honestly, no real criticism. They literally just told her that they wanted to dance like her. What a power move. That's the biggest compliment. And then the group song was Y.O. Universe. Next, we have Team Clover with members Kaylee, Kendall, KG, and Christina. Their song was Go Getter. And again, just another cute moment from Sunmi. She said that she fell in love during her coaching. And Christina was like freaking out over the fact that she got a hug from her. It was just very sweet. Kaylee just had a lot of positive energy that just spread throughout the team. She definitely has room for improvement though, and just being more precise and like bigger in her movements since she is the smallest. And JYP did comment about worrying about the team's performance and thinking that possibly her being the leader of this team was a little bit too much for her. Kendall had an absolutely amazing vibe. It's something that we really grew to love about her. And we're just always just impressed with the way that she's able to perform on stage. She ended up getting the most votes from the trainers for her attitude and always just working hard and overcoming her weaknesses. KG, as always, just so impressed by her vocals and her dance just improved so much throughout this entire experience. And honestly, she just went beyond expectations and her vocals definitely stabilized the group overall. And for Christina, again, shout out love the rapping that happened she got some notes that she seemed to be a little bit nervous on stage and JYP made the comment that she is thinking a bit too much about things and now let's get into the group the groups performed separately but they did the same song yo universe 
Now, Gabby did create the choreography for this, and so she was very focused on timing for coaching them. And with Lexis, she was really trying to focus on giving her advice for her charm and Camila with her facials. Gina really stood out again. I feel like just her performance skills have always been pretty good. Camila, again, just like steals the freaking show, looks amazing, sounds amazing. And Savannah, I was honestly really, really focused on her. Again, she, I feel like she just like draws your attention so much. She really much. does, yeah. Her personality is very yeah. like eye-catching. And the panel kind of just said that they really love her dancing and says she shines so much. And then Kendall just gives off such a good feeling when she performs again with her like being able to convey emotions and just like like there's just like a lot of connection with like I don't know with your eyes and like with the camera. Well and I feel like she just overall brings such a great attitude to the group in general like the entirety of them. Yeah. And KG also really stood out and Sumi really just made the note that she sees such good dance potential for her which is just I mean, it's not that crazy because she went through training, but it's just crazy from like where she started with dance to where we are now. Team Topic did end up winning both stages, but let's go into the individual feedback and the final members. So by the time the finale and the time to choose the final members came around, we were terrified because we had really started getting attached to a lot of these girls, if not all of them at this yeah. point. And we were like, you know what? Just everyone, let's just go. But we just really loved their potential and thought they just brought so much individually to the overall group. But without further ado, the final members of A2K, the first announced member was Lexis. And some notes that she got is that she was one of the best dancers and just really proved her potential for success. And then second to be announced was KG. Just so praised for her expression of emotion and work ethic. Third was Camila, just constantly coming out on top and just lending a helping hand. We have saw this throughout the entire show, but she just had such leader qualities and leader potential. And then fourth announced was Savannah. And she was given the note that her vocal powers were just soaring and just constantly improving. And she was really good at uplifting others, which is like kind of like how we started to mention with like big mood maker potential. Fifth was Kaylee. She just has absolutely amazing skills and just a very strong ambition for practice. And then the final member to be announced was Kendall. And she just really demonstrated dedication and versatility. And they really loved her ability to convey emotion. Now that does mean that two of the girls were eliminated. Gina and Christina ended up not making the final group. Gina has absolutely amazing potential and I'm pretty sure, I'm not 100% sure, but I'm pretty sure that she is no longer a trainee with JYP anymore. She ended up releasing a song the day that the group was announced. It was a music video that she had put together Mm -hmm. herself and I know it got a lot of controversy online and it was just kind of a rough patch, like a rocky path there. I'm just very interested on how her journey will be now moving forward, like after the show and like no longer being a JYP trainee. And I feel like overall, and even maybe that's like that got to her a lot was just the expectations as being a JYP trainee. I feel like so many people, the second that was like said, they assumed she'd be in the final lineup. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was a lot of pressure from the very beginning and mm. I know it definitely weighed on her, but I mean, it also just went to prove that JYP was treating them all very fairly. Yeah, and with Christina, I feel like she brought something just really nice and like 
just special with the group. Just yeah, being, I was really sad about this one. I know. She's just beyond caring and supportive. The, the girls really loved her, and you could see that so much throughout all the episodes. And I'm sure they miss her so much because she was such a happy pill. And I would, I just would have really loved to have like content and lives from her. Like her live streams would have been I so know. fun. And the group name they decided on was Vicha, which means illuminate in Korean. I think it's so fun to say. I remember we first like got this little announcement video at the end of the episode, and we were like saying it over and over because it's so much fun. And again, just has really cute meaning. So our overall thoughts for like both of these shows and like comparing them, we definitely preferred the layout to Ada K since we saw the training period. Whereas with Dream Academy, they had already been training for a year and a half. So we didn't get to see any of that training process except for a tiny bit of like practicing that we saw during the prep vlogs. So I just, I hate that we missed that initial time to connect with the girls. And something very interesting is like, not sure about them continuing their like k-pop trainee lifestyle i guess and i know like after adela was eliminated she mentioned it was kind of hard like the whole process of like possibly jumping companies and i'm never sure how this works because i mean i don't know i'm not in this whole world but like life but i feel like maybe jumping companies you have to like re-audition if you're a trainee or be scouted or casted because it's probably harder for trainees to change companies rather than debuted idols where like that company knows exactly what they're gonna get from that person since they are already debuted. Whereas if you're a new like trainee, they see trainees all the time. Yeah. So it has to be such a sought after thing. And so I don't know, I feel like it's probably harder. And it's also not every company is looking to create a global group right now. And I know that's like becoming a newer thing, but to be so honest and like maybe they'll prove me wrong, the global group thing, especially from like all different countries, feels like a fad. I completely agree. I completely agree. I think it is very, very cool. And I think that it is definitely a highlight of fifth gen that we are in currently. And I think it'll be talked about for generations to come, but I don't know how much further it is going to go from this because I feel like these two shows, A2K and Dream Academy, were very much a test of how the world would perceive and take on a global group. And I feel like it has had some interesting highs and some interesting lows. Because we do have XG, who that is a global girl group technically. Technically, yeah. But it is a lot different than like what these groups are giving. So... I, I just don't know. I personally don't see global groups being a forever thing. So with them like possibly wanting to like debut with another company, I don't really see there being like a high potential for that. Not saying that like badly either. Like we're definitely going to be looking very forward to both of these groups yes. debut. And like, we're very excited for them. We definitely grew close and like really are excited for the girls and their journeys. And honestly, I'm excited to see if more groups do global competitions in the future mm -hmm. or like more companies do global group competitions. But that's just like our honest thoughts of this entire experience because it is very new. And so like, honestly, I don't think anyone knows for sure what's going to happen with this. And something interesting to point out because it has been quite some time since A2K ended. We did have to push back this episode actually because we wanted to fully talk about both of the shows uh, and Dream Academy did not end until very recently. A2K has been over for a bit and 
the kind of tying into the reason why we're a little bit worried it might be more of a fad than a new full thing is that the hype behind HK was so high at the time mm-hmm. of when it was airing, but unfortunately it was being aired as it was happening. Like obviously it's pre-recorded like yeah. before, but not enough because they didn't immediately debut after the show ended. They are actually I believe they did a pre-debut release, but since then we really haven't heard anything and we haven't really seen any content from them. And I'm sure they're working hard behind the scenes to get ready for that. But because there is such a break from by the time the show ended where the emotions and the hype was at a high and then not getting anything immediately after, I feel like a lot of the fan base kind of fizzled out. And it might get back up when they come back, but it was just kind of interesting to see that in the media. Mm -hmm. And that's something I'm kind of worried about for them just because... After these survival shows now, they debut two months later. Exactly. And, like, fully debut. Yes. Like, even with, like, an EP mini album. Like, you know, it's not always just, like, a single release. The the world's just at... They're moving at such a fast pace. Like, everyone's brains have to move so quickly. So, like, I'm a little bit worried about what's going to happen with that. But hoping the best for them. And hopefully the excitement comes right back the second that they debut. But they are set to debut in 2024. And also, I just want to give a quick shout out because this was a huge thing for us as we were watching A to K, but I just have a completely new look at JYP as a person. I just cannot commend him enough for this entire show. I was honestly, truly close to tears during some of this because the commentary he was giving was so genuine and you could just tell how genuinely he cared about these girls and helping them succeed. And like, it was just so heartwarming. And I've genuinely have like not seen that from like a celebrity or a name of his status at all. So like, I just like found a a whole new respect and look at JYP. And I just really wanted to point that out. Cat's Eye is also set to debut in 2024. It'll be interesting to see if they also have like a longer gap between show and debut. Or, I mean, again, like 2024 is coming up in two months. So if they have like that regular survival show like timeline, maybe it'll be sooner. I feel like we're both really excited to see like how these groups, what their debut was like and how everyone just works together as a group, like actually debuted and working together like nonstop. I feel like this was just a great way to introduce some new girl groups to the beginning of fifth gen as well. So just very excited to see how this entire timeline starts working and like who we get to see start to shine in the music industry. And again, just to kind of wrap all this up, we had such a fun time following these shows and like being involved in them. And honestly, it makes me very excited for more survival shows in the future. And we love doing episodes recapping these as well. So it's just been a lot of fun. But before we go, we are going to do our song of the moment. This week, it is going to be La La La, rock version specifically by Stray Kids. Now listen, this whole Rockstar album is so unbelievably amazing. And La La La, the song is so good, but the rock version- It hits different. Oh my gosh. I quite literally have been listening to it on repeat. If you happen to be following us on social media, you probably saw us putting it on our story. It's absolutely incredible. And I'm definitely in like a rock mood. So Stray Kids is just feeding everything I need in music right now. And I love them for that. Definitely go check it out. Not one that you want to miss. If you want to shout out your favorite song for the song of the moment, as well as participate in more of our podcast segments, you can join us on Patreon. As always, you can find us on Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube at The Lunapod, and on Instagram at The Lunapodcast for up-to-date information on episode releases and behind-the-scenes fun. 
We post all sorts of content, so definitely make sure to follow us and check that out. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll see you next week. Bye! So do you already have a bias for the groups? Um, yes. So Vicha, Lexi, or Lexis. Yeah. And and Cat's Eye, definitely Megan. That's, I'm not surprised at all. <laughs> what are yours? Panics and OT. <laughs> Panics and OT. I think for Vicha, probably Kendall, but I'm not, again, we'll see as time goes on. But as of right now, I'd say Kendall. For Cat's Eye. Who are you leaning towards? Possibly Sophia. I don't really know. I really like Daniela as well.